You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Now, this is our, what would you call it? Our 100th episode. Okay, fine. We'll just call it our 100th episode. Yeah, 100. And you have to talk over the damn liner music again. I'm sorry. (laughs) And it wasn't even anything cool. It wasn't even anything funny. It was like technical crap in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And you got me going in on it. We're worse than Fox 2 now. This is terrible. There's nothing worse than that. We Nothing are really excited, man. Uh, yes, this, I'm pumped. Chris has really uh, done, I know you've been breaking your back all day, Chris, to, to put us on video, which for better or for worse, uh, you, it's it's working, I think. Are people seeing us? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's a couple uh, audio issues that there's a little bit of like doubling going on with it. Doubling? Yeah, but How we're we just going to roll with it. Like I have no echo? clue. Yeah. Well, is that is that camera oh, okay. picking up? Is there a mic on that camera? But that's off. So we're sure? just gonna we're just gonna roll with it. Okay, all right. All right. I mean, well, for now, it is what it is. Well, welcome to Real Crime, and this is our hundredth episode. Woo-hoo! We are officially a hundred years old. Hip, uh, hip. Hooray! Feel like a, and I feel a hundred. I know. I, I feel. I feel a hundred. I felt yeah. hundred at twenty-two. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun going on tonight. We have some. We have a very interesting subject, uh, and I guess you know we're going to be kind of streamlining this episode too in celebration of this episode. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I just kind of got thrown into the seat tonight, and I was told that we're not doing this, we're not doing that, we're only doing this. So, Chris, I, you take the lead here. I don't know what's going on. Well, I just think you know uh, it's our hundredth episode, yeah. so. You know, it's a little bit different. It's not our normal thing. So I just yeah. figured, let's get rid of the news. We can do our suggested viewings if we want. Sure. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. yeah. Well, welcome, Why guys. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah. Thanks, for Welcome, us. welcome. Thanks for uh, watching. I mean, 100 I'm episodes. we're back on the live feed. Yeah, yeah, that's no fun. kidding. I mean, we should say 100 episodes. And I know I'm the one that always says I don't listen to our show ever, especially, well, really the ones I'm on. Uh, but I do watch. I do keep an eye on things myself, and I do see a lot of people listening to our show. Mm-hmm. So I can honestly say, from all of us here at Real Crime and the Movie Sleuth, thank you. Yeah, thank thanks. you so much. Thank you for uh, supporting what we do. Uh, and you know, this is a fun thing for us to do. But we do hope that this does help people, you know, navigate their way through the seas of film uh, and entertainment itself. I mean, there's a lot of. People you can probably listen to, and you come down here and listen to, or you come here and listen to us talk out of this basement. That's really cool, and we super appreciate that. So thank you very much. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. So it was an interesting day today. What happened? Well, today was very long with work, and then I came home and tried getting all this stuff set up to do the live stream again. Got it all set up, and as soon as I got it all set up, like I said earlier, the computer that we actually run the podcast on totally crashed on me. (laughs) just died dude uh, yeah it, it was died. bad you have the best luck yeah yeah <laughs> today was just not uh just not a good day so we're just rolling with what we got here yeah everything sounds good i mean at least for us it sounds good hopefully it yeah. sounds good for you yeah guys. i think i've got a little bit of doubling in mind too it's it's to do with whatever uh Whatever happened with the computer today. So we'll hopefully for next week we'll get it figured Chris out. Chris will figure it out. I was going to say we'll. No, Chris will figure it out. <laughs> Chris will figure we it out. We ain't going to do jack shit. We yeah, gonna we're gonna not going to do that. I'm gonna we're just going to show up next week. Yep. Like, did you fix it? No. no fucker. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. I fixed it. So suggested. Not really. I mean, uh, suge- we're just going to get into suggested viewing? Yeah. I already know what mine is. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. All right. We well, you start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, I'm going to suggest the new Halloween. Oh. I haven't was, seen it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna see it. I've been fucking buried per usual. It was really fun. It was really really fun. I don't think it did everything that everybody wanted it to do, but 
I thought it was really a really cool compliment to the original. Mm-hmm. I watched the original and a couple others this past week. I watched the first one right before, like the night before seeing the new one, and they fit together. Like as puzzle pieces, yeah. they work really well. Huh. So, so they took the time to do that. I mean, oh yeah, they took they, they plenty of time to do that. Put the Halloween name on it and said, "This will sell." We don't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I, I am going to see it. In there, the <laughs> have I, nobody else has seen it no. yet. No, I'm seeing it. The kills in this movie are fucking brutal, and the body count is like through the roof. Sweet. I, I like think. To hear. What's that? That's, that's what I like to hear about. I Halloween think movie. Trevor counted. I think it was like. Uh, 18 kills Dang. in this movie. I mean, he is just like, I'm going to fuck some people up. <laughs> so uh, Michael Myers is back. And obviously they've already said, oh, yeah, we're going to uh, we're already working on sequels for this. Right. So uh, well, it's got a built in audience. Why not? They yeah. know they got a hit on their hands. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to suggest suggest a new Halloween. It made like seventy seven million dollars. It's opening weekend. Yeah. It was on ten million dollar budget. So wow, that's cheap. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's all they made it for. Yeah, it was ten Holy million dollars total. Wow. I don't think that includes marketing, yeah. but hey, that's that's a pretty good take. Production for an cost. Weekend. Holy crap, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trevor said, eighteen. Yep. <laughs> eighteen. He counted. Eighteen so, in life. In shut up, Sebastian. <laughs> oh, he was so fine when he was younger. <laughs> I don't know why I'm singing? I hate that. I hate that freaking band. I hate that man too. Michelle, your yeah. turn. Um, I'm going to suggest The Night Comes for Us, Yay. which is a Netflix uh, film. It's basically, it's like uh, one of the guys that works with Gareth Evans that made The Raid. Um, it's Indonesian action flick. It could almost be The Raid 3. Not not like thematically, like, like it's connected, but just like the way it feels like all the fights and stuff. The story isn't as good as The Raid movies, but the fight scenes are fucking so brutal it's like imagine the fights in the raid but with like horror movie level gore mm-hmm. like i'm like people like getting their stomach stabbed and their guts coming out and like oh, fingers getting chopped off arms getting chopped off Sweet. like it's like the goriest fight scenes i've seen in a really long time so. and now everybody in video land you can see how excited michelle's getting too look, look <laughs> yeah. at her eyes when she light talks up. about it she's like she's oh, so happy guts. right now <laughs> but yeah, like don't go into it expecting like the raid because it's yeah. not as good as that movie. There's but a few of the dudes from the raid. In yeah, it. I saw the main that... dude from the raid. Yeah, in yeah, it. the first um, raid. Yeah, um, well, he's in he's in both of them. He's in raid one and two. It's the same guy, like the main guy from the raid. Mm-hmm. Is oh, in what's it. his name again? I don't remember God. his name. I can never the remember. shorter one, right? Yeah. Okay, because the taller one, the cop. Is the is in the first raid, but I don't remember him from the second raid. No, yeah, he's in the second raid too. Jesus, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen. Well, that, the so. guy from the raid's in it, but he's yeah, not in cool. it as much as I would have liked. There's actually a different dude that's the protagonist, and he's badass too, though. Like he's he's kicking mm-hmm. some ass. Mm-hmm. So Good. it's on Netflix, so it's easy to that, watch. Yeah, too. that's cool. I saw we I added it as soon as uh, you said that it was on Netflix. I was like, ooh, was I'm like, gonna ooh. watch that. Hell yeah, I'm I'm down. Take care of that problem. Some sweet action. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting beat up. What the fuck was that, Chris? It was the furnace. Oh. Oh, you shared off with your high tech <laughs> yeah. phone there? Yes, yes. Oh, Good fancy. For you. Yeah, like a fancy. It's a fancy phone he's got. Yeah, there. yeah. The when technology works, us. it's great. His family, we're going to go upstairs after the podcast and they're going to be like in blankets and sweaters and shit. <laughs> they're going to be like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. <laughs> Dad, what happened to the heat? <laughs> we had oh a podcast. God. Turn it's it off. So cold. <laughs> I'm H. Cold. What? Your turn. 
Oh, right. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to suggest the new Netflix series, Haunting on... What is it? No, Haunting of Hill House? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amber's I've, been watching that. We, she loves uh, we it. finally finished it, Jesse and I, and it was really good. There's some really good writing in that show. Yeah. Really good writing. Uh, there's one complaint I have, but I can't really talk about it because it has to do with the ending, but... Other than that, like it's it's genuinely f- f- creepy as shit. There's mm. some really creepy stuff in it. And, like my inner black woman was coming out. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not done. Uh, 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 I'm I'm done. I'm out. Like I was all getting. But super you're ghetto. always a black woman. I am. Actually. Well, to me. Oh, that's, well, that's all right. I have one. Well, it's deep, so sweet, Chris. I have one deep down inside. <laughs> like I don't do it at the movies, but when I'm at home, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Anyways, so. Uh, I, <laughs> Sunday, I will see. I this. would like to say that I can, what is his name? Her, Henry, uh, the lead. I don't remember the boy from ET. What is his? Oh, name? Oh, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Thank you. Henry, see, I was right. Henry. All right. He's so, so good. He's so good in it, and wow, he aged so well. Anyways, and Timothy Hutton is. I was not expecting to see him in this at all, and I completely mm-hmm. forgot that there was a few people in it that I've recognized through just watching other movies. But everybody. Even the children on that show are, act like th- that's just a, a testament to the director. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so convincing, and maybe sometimes Luke, the boy who plays Luke, is a little uh, fumbly. But I mean, he's a kid. You know, he's supposed to be playing this like, what six year old kid. Yeah. But uh, it's a it's only ten episodes. Uh, about an hour episode each, 52 minutes, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not bad. But and some of them really are a little bit longer. But it's completely captivating from start to finish. Each episode is just top-notch. I highly suggest it. it yeah, was we, a re- not even for Halloween. It's just a really good story. I had company in from Florida last week for the entire week, and Amber and uh, my buddy who came in banged through that whole thing. Yeah, it's good. While he was here, and they both said they they both said they really enjoyed it. They really liked it a lot. There so. was one thing, but yeah. it's it did not take away from the rest of the show whatsoever. And I knew it was going to happen this way, mm-hmm. but it I yeah, it's awesome. It's really good. Cuddle up in your blanket, drink hot cocoa or hot cider, kind of fall perfect fall show to watch. Cool, great, it's great. I guess I'll stay on the Netflix tip here. Uh, I, I bank, sponsored by Netflix. Sponsored by, uh, <laughs> I got literally I wish. about an hour and a half before I headed here this evening. I finished the last episode of Making a Murderer season two. Oh, they came yeah. out with a new season. Yeah, it, it came out this past weekend, I think, uh, something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was this weekend. So I hit it on Sunday, and I banged through over the last couple of days, and you know, immensely interesting stuff. Um, you know, and it's tough. I mean, I have my opinions. We don't need to discuss them here uh, concerning the innocence or guilt mm-hmm. of Stephen Avery and Brendan, whatever his last name the was. The boy. Yeah, the boy. Um, they're just, it's. The boy. The boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a boy. Go here, boy. He's just a boy. Uh so I mean, but this this season goes into you know, and of course uh, they said it. I mean, this is the only thing I'll say near. Well, there'll be another season. Let's put it this way. Oh, you know? they're, it's they're, the same story. Yeah. Wow. And it's just more shit. I mean, Jeez. this literally runs up. You know, I, I want to keep it as vanilla as possible here, <laughs> but this literally the filming literally. I mean, the last episode they were filming in May of this year. 
Oh, shit. I mean, like, th- this was stuff happening this year. Oh, so, I didn't realize it was that recent. This is very, very active still. Because um, this this murder happened in, like, the 90s, 2001. Oh, really? Well, I thought the, it was the, guy the got, late 90s. He, he got locked up for 18 years for one thing, for yeah, like, rape. And then, and then they, yeah, yeah. they overturned that after 18 years. He got out. And, I, I mean, I don't know the timeline. There's just so much to try to digest yeah. with this thing. He, you know, he was out for a while. And then got there was, he got in trouble again, a murder and rape of another woman. Uh, and he's been in jail ever since then. And I do believe, I think it, 13 years. 13 yeah. years he's been in jail or 14. So Since it, the second so it could, ac- yeah, accusation. Yeah, so that couldn't have been 2001. Uh, I thought it was like... 2005, something like that. Wow. So, um, and this is just going, you know, just it's just lawyering, man. The lawyers are just yeah. investigating and researching, research. So this is just a lot of backtracking, you know... Um, yeah, and I just want to leave it at that. It's yeah, super, yeah. you know, if you're a crime, like a true crime mm-hmm. guy like me, and there's a reason this is so popular and why people are really into it because yeah, it's a really interesting uh, docu series. Um, so yeah, I mean, for good what? watching, if they, if you're into that sort of thing, yeah, I highly recommend that. It's it's worth its weight. And yeah, it's only those episodes. You know, I'm big. I'm you know, I like long stuff, but I also am big on. I say it a lot here on the show is um, stuff that isn't a big investment of time. Yeah. You know, I like half an hour. 45 minute type thing sometimes there's a quick view of something that you can learn something from this is like nine or ten episodes i forgot and they're all around 45 50 minutes each so you can you can crank through this relatively yeah fast. like a typical show yeah 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 super cool. cool so yeah definitely uh making a murderer yeah i i enjoyed it and yeah it's out now you can watch it on the big end <laughs> the big end the, the big end <laughs> michelle are you sleeping no. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Making a Murder, so I can't no. add anything to it. <laughs> the first season is actually pretty. It's really captivating. It's I'm so behind on TV shows. I've seen me too. like nothing. So. Me too. I don't watch shit. And yeah. This is just one of those ones that was like <laughs> the hype. The hype got to me. I said, "Well, I better watch the last one. The the original one from like what 2016, 15, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I was when it came out, or at, at least when I watched it, I happened to be on Christmas vacation. Yeah. So I was just sitting around the house cooking stew all day long, watching this crap. So it was easy to get through that. This one, I just kind of watched it in between <laughs> all my activities throughout the day. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say check that out. It's very cool. So we're moving right into the content today, yeah. as, as Chris said. We're not going to fuck around here. We're just going to get right to it. Um, what are we talking about tonight, Chris? We're talking about hereditary. Ooh. Yeah. Who brought their chocolate? <laughs> With peanuts. Oh, my God. Peanuts. When we should also we should also point out that if you haven't seen Hereditary, there's oh, going to yeah. be massive, massive spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're thank gonna, you, Michelle. Whenever I think, whenever we should probably do that. Whenever we announce that we're going to solely talk about one movie, that this is going to be a spoiler. That like when you share it and stuff like that. Spoilers. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Don't, yeah, yeah. When we did the uh, stop uh, Mandy right here. one, I shared it. I said, "Hey, you're spoilers." Yeah. yeah. So people know. Stop right here. Yeah. You've been warned. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out oh, now. I, well, I, I brought chocolate. We're not talking about get out, are we? No. no I mean, we can. I mean, we can too. That would be a great podcast it'd be as well. A, yeah. yeah. It'd be like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Ha <laughs> <laughs> We're actually talking about get out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, all right. Hereditary uh, came out earlier this year in March. Yeah. Something like that. And um, people are still talking about this movie. Yeah. Well, it just like, got released on Blu-ray too. And yeah. So it's a little yeah. Yeah. people to watch. Um, I missed it. I guess to launch this thing off. This is one of those ones, you know, it's it's tough for me to get out to the theater these days. I like going to the theater a lot, but it's just with time, it's really difficult. 
working or anything that's going on. So for me to get to the theater and see a movie when it's just come out into the theater, mm-hmm. I mean, it's something I really have to yeah. be interested in. And I try to just get that, how my interest gets sparked. It's bizarre because it's just maybe something, maybe a little snippet or something I read somewhere. I try not to watch trailers. I try to totally go on this stuff cold. I did that with Annihilation, for example. Um, I did that with The Shape of Water. I had no idea what I was walking into, but I was told by enough people you know, credible people like yeah. yourself in this room that said, go and watch that movie. You'll lose your mind. Right. Yeah. Same thing happened with Mandy. Yeah. You know, Michelle, you were big and you're like, dude. Oh, did you, you... finally see it? Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. girl. Uh, we got to talk about that. Afterwards. Okay, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah, I saw, I saw it. <laughs> I just you... saw it. That was, oh, we you... talked to him like, what was it? Two weeks ago? No, no, I'm talking about you just went into your, your inner black girl. Oh, I did. You, you, you totally did. I just saw it. It was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh, girl. But I, and that was one Michelle who I, you know, whose opinion I take very seriously when she says to watch a film. You shouldn't, but. No, well, I'm glad I did because you were like, dude, you need to see Mandy. You're out of your mind if you yeah. don't see it. And I did and I loved it. I went into this movie myself this, with the same thing. I, I was just totally not front loaded by anything. I just was told by enough people, go see this flick. You'll love it. So um, I did. And man, fucking Amber, even when, when my, my fiance is like, wow, that was a really good movie. She's a hard sell on anything these mm. days. Uh, and she was even like, we left there going, holy crap. So it's a pretty powerful film. Yeah. Um, I have. That's a good word for it. I did have a conversation with a friend of mine over the weekend um, who said, you know, I thought the movie was boring. Boring as all hell. It's a slow burn. I mean, we've said that a lot here. I mean, this truly is a slow burner. Uh, there's a lot of things I think that have to happen in this film for you you know, for the for the reveal, I yeah. guess. I'm sure we'll get into all this shit. Yeah. Um, of what's happening here. So, I mean, I guess I want to start off by saying, um, <laughs> I'm going to, this is such a fucking mean thing to say, but I have to say it. Um, did anybody think that um, Millie Shapiro looked like a potato, kind of? <laughs> a potato? The who? Millie Charlie. Shapiro. I think Charlie looks like a plank face every well, time. You know, it... the funny thing is I've seen her outside she's, of. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's yeah. a doll. Right. Well, that's the power of Hollywood, you know? I think they, they, yeah. they did some makeup work on her because her, her head kind of has a... They definitely... Well, she has dysplasia, so she's got deformity. You well, know? She, but... Didn't she have cleft lip also? No, that's dysplasia. She doesn't oh. have the roof of her mouth is what dysplasia is. The kid from Stranger Things has that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Which it's kid? You like... uh. I can't remember his name. What was the what with the curly hair? Oh. Dustin. So I'm a total piece of shit now. No, no. For like no. making fun of a handicap. No, it's, it's you're only human. Well, no, they, a, I mean, they picked her move. because she's interesting. Yeah, they looking. picked her because she's very interesting looking. Very, that's. I mean, that was a purposeful it's very thing. Very specific that, for her role. Yeah. Um, but that's I think when you first get into this film, that little girl, uh, Charlie, is the first thing you notice, and there's just something off. Mm-hmm. I mean, not. I mean, I had to be a dick and point out that. No, that's physical, right. I mean, it's on purpose. They yeah, purposely they did purposely that. She did looks, that. yeah, but there's, there's, she has a very specific look. Yeah. I mean, yeah like, I don't know. It's just, she's a very unique looking person. I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody who's looked like that before. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, are we going to just going to, do we want to just play through this thing? Like, yeah. I just want to point out, I mean, I, I don't know how we want to do this. Oh. You know? We could just start from the beginning. Of the sure. There is so working. much going on in this Four movie. score and seven years ago, <laughs> you see. I mean, uh, personally, for me, the first thing that I noticed was obviously the opening shot of 
the movie, you can't goes tell. Into the model. It goes into the model, which turns into Peter's room. Yeah. You know, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And then from the same thing with Annihilation, the very first like five minutes, like not even five, like 30 seconds of the movie, I was like, oh. I'm in. Well, yeah. Same thing What's with really hereditary. interesting is they come back to the idea of having an establishing shot be actual a shot of a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do it like continuously through the movie. Through the world, movie, yeah. 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 Where it's like reinforcing the idea that they're that they're they don't have control over their actions and and there's like other outside forces in play that are moving them around like pieces in a dollhouse. Like that's yeah. why that's like that. And we learn that as we go along yeah. this journey that this is. These people do not control their own destiny. Right. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, that opening shot was really interesting. I mean, yeah, it was captivating. Uh, it pulls you right in. Now, um, Gabriel Byrne, you know, he was in The Usual Suspects, uh, Miller's Crossing. He's a fabulous actor. I I must be hat. Uh, yeah, oh he's pretty low key in this movie too. He's low key, you know. But uh, what I, I thought. He was fucking phenomenal, though. Yeah. Because, you know, this movie starts out, and he's just, you know, you can tell he's a loving father. He's a doctor in this film, you know. I mean, they have, the, the property they live on is just, I'd die for a house like that. He's, it looks um, so nice. He was, at one point, Annie's therapist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't remember that. It's in... <laughs> Nerd alert! It's in the extras. <laughs> oh, okay. I watched all of the extras. Just haven't watched the extras yet. Okay, so what well, he was obviously he was a doctor. We knew that. I thought his character, yeah, he was down. He was downplayed a bit in this film as far as his role. However, you know, I love. I just loved how you could tell. I guess my my viewpoint on his character was. He was a cool guy. He was a good father. He loved his family. He took care of business. He was a no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, just a a, a great American father, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, and you don't. It, I guess it, it's a matter of the cursing that he does because, you know, there's there's the iconic scene, and we can bounce around a little bit. The, to me, the iconic scene, the dinner scene, mm-hmm. where Annie just flips the fuck out finally, just loses her mind. I mean, you talk about fucking Academy. Award level yeah. acting. Yeah, I mean that scene alone right there should have locked it in for her. Um, and you see, you know, that's a scene where you see him. He, he now he's not cursing in that scene, but you see him. He's keeping his calm. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're done now. We're yeah. stopping I'm this right now. We're putting a stop to this. We're stopping. And you and if you watch at the end of that scene when Annie walks out of frame, he goes back to trying to eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he can't. And he can't eat. Well, because right. he's like the, he's what's the glue that's keeping the he's family trying to together. Keep her, yeah. Because right. everybody else is, everything's hysterical around him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the only person that's trying, he's basically the straight man, you know, like trying to live a normal life despite all the weird well, stuff that's going on to the point almost yeah. where he's being myopic and like mm-hmm. not, not accepting that there's weird right, shit going on even when it's right, right in front of his well, face. Because yeah. he's a doctor, and I mean, yeah, you're, he's you guys, you just get, he's a therapist, yeah. and we see that it's very obvious through the scene that he is looking at Annie, going, "Okay, she's going to need help." Because yeah. he's a skeptic too. Yeah, yeah he's he a was, total skeptic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love the way his character kind of plays out. Because um, towards the middle of the film, he, you know, shut the fuck. fuck. Yeah, he starts. <laughs> he, start, he, starts he starts to unravel, but he's still in control. You know, like you know, again, jumping to the attic scene. When she's like, you know, go up there, just go up there, just go up there. You have to go up there and look. You have to see. And 
it's actually kind of I kind of giggled the second time I watched it last night. She's in the fireplace room. He goes up the attic, and you hear him go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he kind of freaks out. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there to me, I mean, maybe it's just because I, I I saw it that way. There was just a a hair a li- hair of comical. How would you say it? Oh, a little bit, a yeah. hair of levity. Like, what the? It's a serious film. Yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely, there's dark comedy in there for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Sure. Uh, but I loved, I just loved Gabriel Byrne in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, to me, I mean, I, I mean, everybody in this movie was phenomenal. But for some reason, I was really drawn to his character. Because, yeah, I think it was that he was the glue trying to keep this family mm-hmm. together. From um, having a mental breakdown. You know, doing what, everything he can to take care of his children and his wife. Um and yeah, he's coming apart just like his wife is too. But I think it's kind of interesting that, you know, he he is trying he's basically ignoring things though. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's a really good like uh metaphor for when people have mental illness and then other people try to act, ignore it or they themselves try to ignore it even though there's like things happening that need addressing. Yeah. And the entire film is about Things that are going unsaid that need to be said. Right. Um, like why they have that big blow up at, at the, the dinner table, table yeah. is yeah. because, you know, Charlie unexpectedly dies and they like literally don't address it really as a family. Like they just never sit down and say, she's fucking dead. Let's yeah. talk about this. Like it's all it's kind of shoved under the rug to maintain this false uh, feeling of, you know, being normal when it's yeah. not. So, like, all this time, like, the kid, like, the, the older kid, Peter. Peter, is, like, just, he's, like, absolutely consumed with guilt. He's racked with it. He's yeah, like, you can see it. As soon as Andy yeah. blows up, he's, like, oh, finally. You this know? is what I need to hear. I need to hear you say how much you hate me right now. So Even I, though it's not really what he wanted. Yeah. You know? So I well, he like needed to be paid attention to. He yeah. needed to hear yeah. her explode because he himself needs to explode. So. Yeah. Everybody's basically using defense mechanisms, but all bad ones. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, right, like yeah. his wife's hysterical and is just like reacting to everything like just with complete, you know, just too much emotion and then he's like ignoring everything and the son's keeping stuff inside so like everybody is like using these bad defense mechanisms to react right, to like right. this problem well, let, let's let's take that let's go back to charlie's death because <laughs> yeah, dude now dude. It, when okay. i watch this again the other night it's still like yeah. threw me i'm yeah. like it's very just violent and, yeah. and, and well, sudden like bam you're done there's a cut scene they they cut in there a shot where you see her face you see the pole mm-hmm. and then the next scene you get it's like a red it, it, i i i picked it out last night i was i meant to i wanted to sit down again tonight and watch this movie i just ran out of time yeah um because they actually show the separation oh yeah they do man yeah. it's I mean, like a puff of red <laughs> yeah it's not yeah. but it's not yeah. like in grisly detail it's no. enough to fuck you up yeah but it's not you know some it's it's you also know, her um her hood her yeah. hood comes over now you know i mean a lot of people i mean yeah so i guess this up. is considered a horror film i mean and For this sure. movie does definitely have horror elements i mean this is to me a very much a suspense uh, you know, supernatural drama more yes. than anything with horror elements. I mean, you can, everything mixes. It's yeah, all, it's all yeah. fluid. Um, going back to that scene, though, the way that played out and uh, the first time seeing this, you, you see Peter sitting there. The car stops. He knows exactly what's happened. Yeah. He sits there 
and he says it twice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's in shock. Yeah, he's, he's in, in total shock. shock. To the point where he drives home and just goes to bed. And you, and I didn't pick this out when I first when I saw it in the theater. When he walks in the house, you hear, uh, you, you hear, hear you, you hear Annie say, "Oh, oh good, good, they're, they're home, home now." Mm-hmm. And, and he says, "Oh, good." And that makes that makes that even more because, and that's why that they, they cut to the next scene of him just laying in bed. He hasn't slept a no. wink. Nope. Could you? Being in that kind of shock, I try to put myself in that place. Like being in that kind of shock, I don't think I would make a decision like that. I would be immediately on the phone going, "Um, yeah." Uh, this that sucks. entire sequence is just so well done. Between yeah. when she gets hurts. her head cut off, and it's and then after that happens, it's like there's no like music, no nothing. No it's nothing. just quiet. It's just everything and he is, comes home yeah. and he's laying in bed, and everybody. I remember we saw it at a press screening. And I remember it was like fucking dead silent. Like everyone's well, like, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. There's like no yeah. score there at all. Yeah. yeah there's After, nothing. All you hear are like crickets yeah. and like the gravel with the tires and the car pulling That's up. one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie just because of how straight Peter play or that actress. I can't remember his name now. Peter. But well, I, the character. The character. Well, he Peter. said, like, I read something with him this last week where he said he thinks he has PTSD. From, from filming scene? this movie. Oh, yeah, probably. Really? Probably. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. He also said he never introduced himself as his real name. He was Peter on the entire set until they wrapped the movie. And oh, then, so he was method acting? Yeah, well, so then he was, the, and the director was like, all right, everybody has to rap for his name. And yeah. I can't remember, what's his name? I can't remember, I feel so bad. Somebody look it up. You got, the, you got this all He's this in like that Jumanji movie, too, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, was he in that new Jumanji no. movie with oh, the yeah, rock? Oh yeah, he was in Jumanji, um, like in the beginning. And he's also in see uh, Patriots Day. He plays one of the bombers. He's really fucking good in that movie too. So yeah, I mean, laying in bed like that, we see that shot. It's still dead quiet, and you hear that whole thing play out. Mm-hmm. You hear, okay, I'm Alex go Wolf. There we go. I knew that. I'm gonna go out and get something. I forgot what exactly. They, I'm gonna go out and get something. Ebony, I'll be back in twenty. Yeah. You know, okay, be careful, baby. Love you. Blah blah blah. You know, and it's like, oh, here it comes. Here it here comes. comes. Yeah. You're sitting there, you see, like, she's gonna find a body. Here it comes. Could you only imagine being? And then parent? that whole entire sequence of her just wailing. Well, she wails through like the through funeral three scenes. Yeah, it's yeah, the, so awesome. What yeah. a well, a lot of other cultures man. when they have funerals and stuff, they wail and they rip their clothes and all oh, that yeah, stuff. And the so K- Korean funerals. Yeah, that sounds kind of hot. No, I just meant like the you know the <laughs> the choice the choice of direction there. You know, from you know, scene to scene, she does. It's like a compl- It's like a one entire sequence of her just crying her eyes out. Yeah, just want you know. Her uh, her crying doesn't like elevate or escalate. I mean, you know, it's the same throughout the whole thing, and it's just different establishments. There's three. There's you hear the wailing when she first discovers the body. You you see her wailing. Yeah, in her bedroom. In the cemetery. Yeah. Or uh, maybe I'm off on the sequence, and then you see her wailing in the bedroom. It goes outside bedroom, and And then then the funeral. And then the funeral. Okay. where, where, yeah, where, where her husband, how can I forget his name? Stephen. Uh, Stephen. 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 Um, where <laughs> Hi, he, Steve. he, where he's, yeah, trying to console her and then yeah. the camera cuts into the hallway. Right. And he's there. Peter. Peter's like, oh shit. Uh, yeah. Oh God. You know, though, when I was watching this again the other day, I'm like watching these people. I'm like, they really don't even look like a family. No, they, they really, don't. They don't. They all look like so 
different, different. from each other. Yeah. But that's a, but my that's sister a, and I don't look alike. I don't think that much. you guys look similar enough you guys though. Look at, you guys yeah, look but, like you know, siblings. But I was feeling like they were just kind of like you know just mixed family and I yeah. Don't know. But it, those it, are her children. But it bugs people though online. I hear that negative all the time. People are like they don't even look like they're related. Too much. Why are they casting people but that I look see, different? I think there's a specific reason well that, yeah you know? well i mean yes but i'm just saying in general there's a reason why they don't all look the same and you know. yeah but yeah. this planning that we're talking about here yeah yeah because nothing in this movie happened on accident no. no and it's interesting because uh a lot of the there's like a lot of recurring themes like the first one we're even discussing decapitation as a theme that's a that big keeps theme, coming huge up. theme. Yeah. Because she gets her head decapitated, and the beginning of in the film, that pigeon the hits yep. the window, and pigeon. she's cutting the heads she off, and then you realize they explain it thematically, like why the head needs to be removed from the body. But mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, it's a reoccurring thing. And the other thing I noticed when I watched it again was, um, you know, when they do that quick smash cut to her decapitated head the next day, and it's fuck. It's yeah. Covered in Fuck! Yeah. Well, you know when it's covered in ants? Yeah. And he has that dream later and his head's covered in ants? It's yeah. like a kind of an echo, like of, you know, yep. of like yeah. that earlier. Well, like the echo we're having in the live stream right uh, now. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, there's like reverb. I don't know why. Yeah. It's weird. But. Um, we'll just pretend it's synth wave. I know. Yeah. Get with it. It's Get with it, folks. God, you don't I like don't reverb? I don't want to go to the periodio. <laughs> I don't want to go to the dancio. Stop so singing. So, there are uh, the, the ants. Okay, so there's a lot of recurring themes in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what makes this movie so cool. Um, I was writing notes down and stuff like that. In particular, uh, the symbol that we see through the film, right? Yeah. Uh, which is the sigil of we, and we hear it at the end, payment, oh, yeah. payment, hail payment, right? It's a sigil of payment, one of the eight kings of hell. This is all explained at the end. So yeah. You know, um, um, we see this, if you if you watch, when they're driving to the party, Peter and Charlie are driving to the party, they go right by that same pole. Mm-hmm. And I, that was one, another thing I picked out in the second viewing of the movie, right? We see it around grandmother's neck. Yep. Annie, Annie wears it, wears necklace. it also, right? Um Obviously, we see it up in the attic, too. I didn't notice any of that stuff until I watched it a second time. Yes. And I also didn't notice that all the cult members are in the background of scenes. Yes. Just standing there all yes. fucking creepy. Dude, yeah. they're there. Like, they're all at the funeral. All yeah. of the people that are at her grandmother's funeral are at the end of the movie. Well, like the, yeah, well This the, is one of the few movies where it really benefits from a second viewing. Like, yeah. I, I, w- I would say all movies, you know, if you really want to understand them, obviously you should watch them more than once. But this movie, mm. like, literally does not even reveal itself entirely, I don't think, until you watch it a second time. No, you really, it takes it takes another viewing. I agree 100%. There's a, there's a smash cut of the house it's like it goes from daytime to nighttime and as soon as you see that you're not even looking at anything else but every single person there's people standing yeah. outside the naked people are standing outside i was like i seriously last night i was like oh my what, god what's, what's smash what you- there's okay it's right before peter wakes up okay after he smashes his face into at school. oh okay yeah it yeah, goes yeah. from light to dark like that yeah and it does like a no. well okay here i'm gonna throw this one at you guys i don't know if you guys noticed this one i picked this one up uh when i watched it last night um there's a scene this is early in the film mm-hmm. where peter is in his bedroom and he's got his water bong and yeah. he's and he and he's lighting it up and he's going out the window, obviously, to blow the smoke out the yeah. window, right? He's got some... He's got some what an mu- asshole. Yeah, what an <laughs> asshole. 
you Don't watch hide really it if you're close. Smoke it. I had to revert. I re, I rewound this a couple of times because um, you see him exhale. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And from the from the viewpoint of the camera, you see someone next to the camera exhale. exhale yeah. Because it was probably cold outside. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think it was. Uh, Somebody was watching that fucking house. I think it was Charlie. It may have been Charlie, or maybe one of the naked cult that. members Ooh, jerking off. I don't could, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I mean, personally, I thought it was Charlie, but it, it could being have been a cult member is totally possible. It, it likely could have been Charlie, I, but somebody. I thought that was just a cool, fucking subtle right, thing. Right, because you had it, to see it, man. It mixes together perfectly too. Like he exhales, and that person exhales, yeah, and you really watch neat. the smoke go away, and you can see the smoke, the the. The just breath, the breath just a, going the away as well. Which the movie is, is so meticulous, meticulously crafted. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's why it's... Uh, I'm I was arguing debating. with somebody the other day. They're like, there's, the writing's lazy because they just say, well, you know, everything happens because somebody made it happen. I'm like, but you don't understand, like, how smart this fucking movie is about mm-hmm. it. Like, it, it's so... It's foreshadowed perfectly, and when you watch it again, it doesn't. It's not lazy. Like every single thing that happens is so intentional. Every shot is framed. Yeah, is blocked purposely, so you see certain things when you watch it the first time. Lighting, and then when you watch it a second time, and you're drifting away and looking in corners and stuff, you see other things. Yeah, because they know, you know, a good a good cinematographer knows where the eye goes, right? Mm -hmm. When he's making, when he's you know blocking his shot off. And then it just like amazes me like where I would look normally when I'm watching a movie when I was watching it a second time and I was being more, you know, yeah. looking around. I was like, there's so much crazy shit in the corners and the background and like there's even people in the house oh that my you God. don't even notice. Oh my God. There's fucking people there. Those like people that just kind of like float in and out of space. That shit freaks me out. Yeah. Like when she is in the room uh, and just looks in the box oh, and her mom oh, stuff. Yeah. And huh. and her mom is standing, is standing there. there, like well, yeah, yeah she's dude, in like an apparition. Yeah, that creeps yeah, me well, out. And, 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 like hardcore. My well, going back to that, the, the second that. viewing point, that, that that's why I said that because you you pick you know, and we say that a lot, but really, you need to watch this at least twice. Yeah, at least to get that. And you know, I want to save that. I, the, the, when we get to the third act of this film, mm. uh, let's keep. I want to talk about the other cool stuff. But this was this this was Ari Aster's first, first movie. movie. This was his first movie. His first movie's this good. I know that like <laughs> blows my mind. I know. And Tony Collette and Gabriel Byrne were the executive producers on it. No, they ga- they gave yeah. him they gave him their money to make this movie because mm-hmm. they believed in him so much when they read the script. You said how smart the writing was. In this movie, to reiterate, <laughs> to reiterate the point of that, if okay, I can I can understand how someone would say, "Well, the writing's lazy. Everything was just." But what I thought was super interesting was all these points start to meet. We start to see all these long lines being drawn um, as the as the story progresses. Um, what I really, you know, we see it all as the viewer. Mm-hmm. Annie's trying to explain to Stephen, um, but she's trying to explain these things to Stephen, right? These are all very complicated plot lines that have been drawn. Or, you know, let's just try, try to put ourselves in that position. We're discovering all this information. We're, we're, we're finding out that jo- uh, Joni, Joan, you know, yeah. Joan, or uh, that they were, they were, you know, this was all, it was a setup. Yeah, it was totally It was a fucking setup, setup man. Um, 
So she's trying to, there's scenes where she's trying to explain this to Steven, right? And, well, she's frantic first off. Yeah. That's you, that to me shows you the, the how, well, A, how complicated the movie is. Um, and B, no, it's not lazy, right? There's a lot going on here uh, to culminate into what, you know, we see at the end of this movie, right? Um, I, I, I think it's really easy to say, it's lazy to say the movie's lazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people just, I, I really, really hate saying somebody didn't get it. But I feel like a lot of people I, yeah, didn't for sure didn't understand what the movie was trying to do, and right. I and I totally get that because mm-hmm. it's not uh, it's not made apparent until the vi- until literally the last like five minutes of the movie what was happening. It recontextualizes yeah. everything that came yeah. before it. But you know, you just watched it, so obviously you're like, huh? So when you watch it the second time with what you know in mind, then it looks well, then you can tell the writing, like you can tell like. Oh, this is how yeah. they're setting this up. This is how this is being established. This is the the th- the theme they're trying to do. But that's what that's what a fucking payoff is. But a lot right. of people <laughs> don't watch movies to do that. Like right. they don't they just watch, watch movies to... they watch movies passively. They don't watch them actively. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you like watch movies for entertainment purposes only, that's one hundred percent fine. Some people don't watch movies like that. They I watch get them act. They watch yeah. them actively. Like I can't turn. Then I've been writing about movies for years. I can't turn that off when I watch it. Like Dave like hates it because he'll just be like, "Don't fucking say nothing while we're watching this." You know, you know I think I, pick, you know? I think that somebody says that it's lazy writing, especially with this. I think that's a lazy critique. Yes, because there's so much. Yeah, the movie is like there's just so many it's textures dance, to it. Dance, without dance e- honestly, without even getting into the writing or anything like that, just on a technical standpoint, this movie's absolutely gorgeous. And like you were saying, I mean, it, the movie is meticulous. There is a reason for everything. In this movie, every single thing, every person, where they're sitting, standing, what they say, everything. There I do. A- I did like the um, the I I referred it to Blue Velvet from from the cemetery when they do pull the shot back, which I thought was really cool. They pull the camera. The camera is already back. It was mm-hmm. just sitting stationary, mm-hmm. and it's it's Annie wailing. Yeah, and they then they just go down yeah into the ground i thought mm-hmm. that was so neat and then man. into the ceiling of the house and the yep. next shot is in the home yeah um so i mean that's i mean there's just so much happening here it's impossible to, you know to try to like you know go point by point here yeah. and, pl- and plot point by plot point here yeah um it's such a dense movie and yeah i mean i mean even the name hereditary right like just the title of the movie if says you, a lot if you speak yeah. about the if you go with the idea that the family has no agency from the very beginning of the movie which is basically which is also the definition of hereditary mm-hmm. like you inherit these traits from yep. your family genetically right that you cannot control and one of these things that you inherit is uh, <laughs> mental illness, right. which actually is like has a physical manifestation in this film. It's not like just a actually is like represented by Pyman, right? Like Pyman is like is like represents, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I think it's both. Honestly, I think there's like two different versions of the same movie. I don't know. This movie totally threw me through like uh, watching a third time around. I was like, wait a minute now. I kind of felt like that watching it a second time. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh. Yeah. I didn't, like, realize all this stuff. It's it's See, like. where like, a, where the witch, for me, was more of on the mental. Yeah. You know, of like a yes. dramatization mm-hmm. of mental illness. I feel like uh, Hereditary is both versions of that. I mean, I could be totally mm. wrong about the witch, too, but. 
I mean, I personally felt that this that there was that there was the actual DNA yeah. and the biological aspect of it all. And then I also thought that there are some crazy fucking people there yeah. who believe in stuff like this and who take this very seriously. And this has been and technically hereditary. It was Annie's mother who started this. I right. mean, she was Queen Lee, you mm-hmm. know, because she gave birth to Pyman is what they were saying, you yeah. know? So, like, it's all... Well, that's kind of the point of the movie, I think, is trying to say is that um, in real, in a normal, you know, real life, it wouldn't be a demon. It would just be insanity. Yeah, somebody's sure. crazy. But in this movie, it actually it's was both. something going on. Yeah. Well, you see the, you see the, the, I mean, what, I mean, you can just, let's just call them ghosts. Mm-hmm. We see them. Uh, Charlie saw one go through her bedroom and out the window, which that's what she followed her. She went out to the woods. Yeah. And that's where she sees grandmother. Her grandma sitting in a circle. Yeah, you know, fire, <laughs> fire, um, fire. We see, we see the ghosts. Teepee for my bungalow. Teepee. We see the ghost. We see the ghost. We see, we see Pyman enter Peter's body. Yes. Pyman. I mean, and I. I mean, I read up on this today a little bit while I was, you know, just studying and trying to understand all this. You well, and your studying. We hear it at the end. I guess we can we can you know we're getting we're getting out there now we can probably get into the third act. Um, Pyman inhabited Charlie's body initially, but Pyman, according to scripture, needs prefers to inhabit a male body. Mm-hmm. Prefers. So yeah. so the idea was oh well we fucked up we need to find a way to move Pyman from and that's why Charlie, Charlie was saying in the movie yeah, Grandma wanted, wanted a boy to, yeah. Grandma wanted me to be Grandma a boy wanted me to be a boy yeah. exactly. Um, this is explained again at, at the, like, as you said, like the last five minutes of the film. Yep. Yeah. It is all like laid right out. But getting to the last, like the third act, um, we actually see Peter start to transform. See, that's where I'm a little confused though, because we see the spirit of Pyman mm-hmm. enter Peter's body after he jumps out of the of the attic window, and he, techni- I guess, to his death, he he lands in the garden face first and dies. Um. There's a scene at school earlier that day, um, and where he actually like is possessed, so to say. He looks in I the. I think it's a possession that's taking a while. I think I think he's. I think you know when Pyman like has to inhabit a body. Obviously, it's like it's over. It's overriding the person that's in there. You know, and I would also say that's another kind of like metaphor for uh, insanity. It feels like there's two people inside of you, right? Like there's this normal person you want to be. And then there's like whatever your brain chemistry is doing that makes you uh, abnormal. And I think that it's just a slower, it it takes him a while to get into the body. And maybe he can't be in there all the way while he's alive. Yeah. Like maybe he can't completely. He looks in the mirror and sees himself smiling. Which is why Joan shouts from across the street, I expel you. I expel you. I expel you, Peter. And then she tells Peter to get out because she's wanting Pyman. Yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Pyman also, can't take him over completely at once. It's, yeah. it's because if you read in the beginning when she when Anna goes into the room and is looking through her mom's stuff and she sees... Uh, the letter? The, uh, uh, the letter, right. Yeah, the letter. The book is called Notes of Spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And, or no, I'm sorry. Yes. There's something on spiritualism. I know, I know what you're talking uh, about. She opens it. Well, she opens that and then she reads the letter and it says the um, the sacrifices. Our sacrifices. Our sacrifices pale next to the rewards, which is probably what sh- it should be the other way around, right? Well, no, because, well, because technically grandmother 
she she put her time in, sacrificed herself. Obviously, Annie sacrificed herself in spades. Um, that's what she was referring. You know, and well, then no, I mean, and I'm... then on Charlie. Mm. She didn't voluntarily sacrifice herself, but she no. was a sacrifice. She was a sacrifice because this was all planned. Yeah, well, I was Charlie's saying just this... a, was just a temporary like holding yeah. right. spot for Pyman, she was right? a she was a part of the machine though. They yeah. don't show the book that she's reading, the title of the book that she's reading later. Later, it just has the symbol of Pyman yeah. on it, and when she opens it, there's a highlighted section. Yep, and then there's an actually another paragraph, and it describes what Pyman has to do in order to get to his official host. Yeah, and it said in there it prefers a, a male body. Right, it prefers the male body, but it also explains what's going on with um, with Annie because it says, of, I was saying this yesterday because I saw it and I was able to pause it and I mm-hmm. finally got to write it, but it said that the fe- uh, sex doesn't matter, but if it happens to be a woman, the woman will become livid and insane basically is what happened okay so they that's also what... tricked her into summoning pyman into the house oh yeah that's totally what happened with the seance yeah 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 like well, they that, like that they, was all manipulation like they made her want they when she thought she was contacting charlie she's obviously contacting pyman well she was contacting charlie as well though well, because yeah. charlie is pyman right but like you know you guys ever- see how complicated this shit is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i well, like see- i'm actually just enjoying listening to you guys because I thoroughly like doing the more in-depth podcast yeah. on a single movie. Personally, I know we can't too. always do that, but no. well, it's here, fun. Here's the deal. I'm yeah. This this movie royally messed me up. For, I was in a limbo yeah. for and days. And you were pretty fucked up before you watched it. So. <laughs> if you if you see <laughs> that as well. I was going to the this the scene in school the other day with Peter. Yeah. When he starts Pizza. to do the clicking. Hi, Steve. <laughs> he starts <laughs> to do. <laughs> he starts to do the clicking. Yeah. In school. Mm-hmm. And then he does this move where he kind of puts his arm up. Oh, yeah. He starts. That's Charlie. That's Charlie. It's Charlie because his face starts to get. He uh. starts to have a stroke or whatever. Well, yeah, that, but and that's also like the, Charlie. That's also the. Maybe it, that's what Pyman does to his human host. Though. No, that's I what think Pyman, so. That's, what Pyman, yeah. that's, the, that's, the, that's the stance that Pyman makes. Yeah. That's with in the scripture. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. The hand. And also, uh, supposedly in like, you know, the myth of Pyman, when he appears, there is a tinkling of bells. And then they were saying maybe that's what the clicking noise is. It's the noise the, oh. when Pyman's And every time present. Charlie's theme was was a little jingle, actually, now that I think about it. Every oh, time really? Charlie's oh, on, yeah. Every time Charlie's on the scene or on screen, she's, there's like the, the light airiness of mm-hmm. bells and stuff. Let's get to the third act. That's cool. I got, we got to <laughs> talk about the third. Shit hits the fan. <laughs> now, I wanna, now, seeing this in the theater full yeah. on. For me, this was just, and I want to know how you guys felt about it. You hear the term surreal a lot from people. Oh, it was fucking surreal. It was otherworldly. Oh, my God, it was so wild. Um, this movie, <laughs> to me, truly defines surreal. When I say that this last, the last act of this film felt surreal, I really... I truly mean that from my core. I actually felt myself, you know, sitting in the theater, just how the goddamn house was lit. Mm. Just just how dark. It was oh, dark, yeah. you know, but you could yeah. still see. Um, it truly took me somewhere else. 
I that was just me. I don't know about you guys. When we watched it, nobody made a sound while we were watching that movie. It was like dead fucking silent. Like when we were in the theater, oh, yeah. nobody yeah. made no noise. Yeah, because no me and you yeah. saw this together, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody was eating no popcorn, no nothing. Like it was like just <laughs> people were just like, holy Did shit. Did you right? notice that your rental was extremely bright? A little brighter. It looks totally different on 4K. It was a little brighter, I think. I got a, a blue, I got the Blu-ray. Um, it was a lot I've got brighter. the 4K. Yeah, it's... It is a little brighter. It's, it's completely different. It looks totally yeah. different. But the reason I say that is when I watched it last night, it still felt the same. Oh, yeah. Even on my, you know, my 50... Whatever. I'm not like I have some... My 55-inch TV that I have. Um, it still felt... I was still yanked in mm-hmm. um, the way I was in the theater. Not Now, of course, a theater is a whole different experience. But now that scene, that this whole thing plays out, right? Um, we, we, you know, and we, it, we can talk about the more extreme elements, you know, uh, Stephen burning, oh, you know, poor guy. Um, we see, and that's when that's when Annie is possessed. Mm-hmm. We see her just become possessed in that scene. Um, Peter, that's when the shit really hits the fan to me is when Peter wakes up. Yeah. And starts walking around the house, and that's yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't remember the soundtrack to that, but it was barely anything. It had to have been just some bed of. Anybody remember what the hell was being? I think honestly, if there was this. any sound, if there was any music, I don't think there was any. Sound. I don't think there was any music. No, I think it was just amb- ambient noise. You know, just Peter, the sound of the house yeah. and stuff. Peter walks up through the house, down to, the stairs into the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Well, down down to see his father's burnt corpse. Um, well, you didn't even. Wait, you totally skipped over. The, you totally skipped over the most important. Well, go yeah, go. It's, it's all getting foggy in here. Go ahead. Peter wakes up, and you don't see anything until the light outside goes on, and then you see Annie in the fucking corner, in his bedroom, up on the ceiling, holding herself up. And just as he stood, yeah, she was yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, oh yeah. girl, oh yeah, uh, girl. Scott. Oh my god. Oh my god, girl. That, I remember that in the theater. Dude, I was like, oh wait, no, wait, 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 hang on. This is in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. When he wakes up, she's up after, in the corner the whole yeah, time. She's up in the corner. What the, the fuck? Time. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that creeps me out just thinking about it. Oh, Damn, girl. There. You didn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here, this. Dude, when I saw oh, her up no. there, I was like, I, I literally started sweating because I was getting so upset. Just like, I just, didn't even, unless I'm forgetting. She, the light, the light turns on outside. Peter looks out the window, and you see the camera go. The shot is of him looking out the window from the front, so you can see what's behind him. And she's up here in the corner, and you see. Wait, her. you're are you talking about the living room? No, no right when he wakes up in his bedroom, and then she's and then she and then soundlessly she drifts. Yeah, and then she sla- She like quietly jogs out the out the room in Wait, the jo- air. I thought I was trying to remember. Just as he's turning around to look behind him, she just disappears out of the door. I, maybe it's a memory lapse, but I don't Ooh. remember that at all. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. have to watch it again just based yeah. on that. I can't yeah. even like ima- like honestly the. The Blu-ray looks different. It's another one of those things you kind of got to look for. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not just totally yeah. apparent. She's there, but she's there. She I just happened totally to be. There. I happened to see it because there was a dark corner, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably something up in there." <laughs> and then there was. I was like, "Oh." I did seriously. I, like, I, no. I, I grabbed. I was like, "I got to." Uh, I'm about to. I got to go out and watch here. it tonight now. My uh, balls are shriveling up as we yeah. talk about seriously, this. So okay. Scene, What's interesting scene, is this movie has not. It doesn't really have like 
jump scares per no. se. No. Like it's just it's just it's like just literally really, just really creepy. ramped up tension until like the very end. Mm-hmm. Like the whole movie's like really like anxiety inducing and no, like it's, it, uncomfortable. It, it, no, you're you're, you're you're very you're tense. I yeah. felt very tense. Anxiety because I have those issues for real. Yeah, so that's right? why it's hard to watch movies like this. Me too. It's hard to get through them because my anxiety just goes through the roof. Um, we get to the, we get to the, as I was saying though, and thanks, I'm glad you pointed that out because now, yeah, you just cost me another two hours tonight. Good job. <laughs> uh, just go to that scene, man. No, I'm going to watch. No. And then it's, um, it's right before that scene when he wakes up is where they show the house and you can see... There's like 50 people standing outside, all I painted white and fuck, naked. Man. I didn't notice that until Dawn just said her ovaries shriveled. Yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> dude, I I didn't pick up on this stuff. I, oh I gotta God. watch we it again. Ta- we didn't even talk about those. The movie's very the good at making you look where other spots were. Yeah. like the guy that the cinematographer. I don't I don't know who the DP is on. Is I can look it up, but yeah, like whoever blocked this movie off is like so fucking smart. Like. It blows my mind the way he he, he wants you to look at something and right? he, and, and he like, like sh- anticipates how people watch movies mm-hmm. like you wouldn't like I just happen to be looking in the corner because I watch a lot of horror movies. And I was like, there's probably some shit up in there. But like nine out of ten people were Did looking at because he's that. doing shit at the bottom because yeah, he's just looking all crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's like art. You typically have like your your focal point yeah. that mm-hmm. like you look at a painting, you're looking at the bright spot you're looking at the circle you have that one central thing you look at usually in a movie you're looking at who's talking Mm -hmm. right in this movie like the apparitions and stuff appearing like are they there are they not there i'm supposed to be looking at this person that's talking yeah Yeah. but there's stuff going on behind that wall well okay so there's something else i have to look for i have to watch now too and the the dream sequence yeah when she's like, I never wanted oh, to be your mother. And then dude. out of nowhere, he's all white. He's like, why are you afraid of me? And she's like, I'm not. And she's all covered in fucking gasoline. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, them, dude, this movie sets me like on edge for real. Like, I get, I'm seriously, I'm not even joking. I'm clammy thinking about talking about it. Like, I can't. This movie has no, messed I know. me I, up. I, I, well, there's nothing I worse than not being able to trust your own family. Oh God! You know, yeah. Like, yeah. like he, like she's who he wants to turn to for comfort, and he can't because she's fucking yeah. crazy, and everybody around him's crazy, and nothing makes sense to him. I mean, like, uh, there's like this really interesting part where he smokes weed and he has a panic attack, and that's like a really oh, realistic yeah, depiction of one yeah. too. Yeah, right. Uh, like they did a really good job of depicting that, and it's just like you, you really feel for Peter, and mm-hmm. and. And and he's like so like the part that really gets me is when they're having a seance and he like literally starts crying like oh, a little yeah, kid. Yeah, Well, he so was fucking, crying like that. He's so scared. Yeah, he's yeah he was so scared to scared. death. That his and... father was trying to. Yeah, he's you know Stephen's trying to hold him and calm him down. It's okay. Yeah. And like now stop this. How people yeah. are? They regress yeah. and shit when you're when you're like really scared. You'd like like you ever hear about you know they do it in war movies where they're like people are dying they're asking for their mommy and stuff. Yeah. Like, people right. regress when you're when you're scared or or dying or something. Some I think that's super traumatic. Well, Peter's character you know in the going along this line especially the seance where he really just wells up but there is that scene you're talking about the dreams that in the bedroom where you know there's a where he's getting pulled through the back of the Oof. bed yeah and and he wakes up and his you know what what, what are you doing peter she's like yeah. what are you, are you mom you're trying to pull up my head and it's yeah. another one of those where i was kind of like yeah. <laughs> just a little bit i couldn't but you're trying to pull off my head I, but he was crying like a little like a little baby yeah, yeah. well he well, also yeah. he was also her first child and she knew 
what was going to happen if she had a son. Yeah. And she tried to stop it so that he's probably got some issues, like development well she then the the dream she said you know clearly like i did everything they said not to do yeah and you didn't die i think that i mean it was a dream but i think that's true oh it's totally true because she knew and that's why her family and her were strange yeah yeah you know she was i'm sure she was deathly afraid of having children because of the did and all you know everything that is hereditary well the entire movie she i mean her job is uh, she's an artist that works in miniature, yeah. mm-hmm. which is an interesting kind of like thematically because the entire film she's trying to have control over the situation, and the only way that she has any control is when she's when working she's with the miniature, yeah. and the whole family is represented in miniature. Oh yeah, as well, and you always see a her- fucking accident scene. Yeah, oh. that's not, that because I think it's an interesting way of like. Uh, like uh what's the word distancing yourself from the situation by making it small and now she's big and now she controls it and it's it's a way for her to be objectively looking at it like yeah like the entire time she's kind of cutting herself off emotionally from what's going on mm-hmm. and regressing and hiding with her miniatures which, yeah and then her, uh steve comes in all pissed at her and is like what the fuck man why are you with these miniatures you need to be with us yeah you're not with us you're with these fake well i mean the, the, the fake us the accident yeah. scene i said in particular and that's another thing I, why I love the performance. Uh, well, is because he walks in there, and she's got this whole thing laid out, yeah. the little head and everything. <laughs> and he's like, and literally, he just looks at her and Jesus Christ, Annie. Yeah. Like you know, he's a, he's trying to keep his wits about him, yeah. but he just kind of goes outside of that zone. Because how would you? I would respond that Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Right. You know? She's like, what? Perfectly normal. It's I'm just neutral. trying to get a perspective. <laughs> right. it's, you it's know, just I, a neutral. She said it. She said it. What? A, she did say. Oh, I forgot what she said. What she a, said it's a neutral version. It's a neutral of, version. Yeah. Is that what she of said? The okay. Yeah. yeah. But no, the third a neutral viewpoint. Oh, there yeah. you go. Thank you. Viewpoint. So the third act, though, we were talking about. Yeah, um, when Peter looks down on his father's burnt corpse. And that's mm-hmm. that shot was so frigging awesome because he's walking up, like you're in the perspective of this burnt corpse now, looking up yeah, with your burned eyes. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he just walks up, and you already see Annie in, in the, the ceiling, corner, yeah. in the corner. I You could not miss that. Oh, that's for sure. Um, and Ooh. I'm just, you talk about anxiety shooting through the roof. <laughs> I remember in the theater seeing that with Amber. I mean, I literally, you know, yeah. Amber's hands here, and I'm like, and she's like, get your fucking hand off me. I'm like, relax, relax. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was that doing the, I was freaked out, doing that right? the whole time, too. I was like, uh, 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 uh. Now, what made this thing so surreal to me, though, and I mean, I mean that word so, so directly in this thing, is he turns and there is... You know, and, and now I'm understanding this. I mean, I knew the, the cult was there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But there's just this naked dude standing in the doorway. Yeah. I was like, ugh. And he's smiling. And he's smiling. And I'm it's like, the dude at the funeral who smiles at Charlie. Now, okay, so that's the same dude. It's the same dude. Now, I, okay, let's step back because I want to step back to the funeral for a couple seconds. There, yeah, there was, you know, that's one of the things that said. This is like I know we're jumping way back here at the beginning, but well, that's all right. One of the things that said is by Annie when she gives her speech is exactly that. She says, I see a lot of unfamiliar faces here. Mm-hmm. And the, and literally the majority of the speech we see her say, you know, uh, delivering um, is how, how private her mother was, her private rituals, yeah. uh-huh. her private everything. Um, 
and it just kind of goes back to you know what we're saying. I mean, I noticed those little cues. People were coming by. Somebody rubbed oil on her on her yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. We see that one guy right there going. Yeah, oh, creepily. I yeah. think that's actually. I can't remember where I read some... it, but it was something for her soul to either pass on or to stay there until the ritual was complete. I okay. think that's what that was. I yeah. can't remember where I. Probably in the extras because <laughs> I'm a nerd alert. So I didn't write down. Um, the actual we see different names terms words through yeah. the movie on the walls i believe that's for those were those were spells spirit. yeah they're they were spells the spirit uh, i forgot that satiny was one of them i think or something like that could be yeah wrong. satiny uh uh liftoch something yeah and there was like a Zaba. Zaba, like in Latin or something. Can you translate them? Or I have they just no made idea. Up words? No, I don't think they're. They were they were spells basically. They're, they're from the Paimon book of Hail whatever. Payman. Yeah, Paimon. Yeah. Um, Damn. Hail Paimon. Like, really sad. Like it's really tragic when you, especially Peter, like he gets put through the ring. He didn't ask for this. I mean, and he felt all that guilt from her death, and it wasn't even his fault. No, no. like it was orchestrated. So yeah. like he was tearing himself up all over all this stuff that wasn't even his fault. Yeah. But and all he couldn't control stuff? anything that was going on, and everything just is out of his oh, control. And it's yeah. just a, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It is pretty fucking sad. The whole it's movie is a tragedy. Yeah. It's a tragedy. But it all goes back to the letter that Annie. Annie's mother wrote sacrifice there are sacrifices pale or no she's yeah our sacrifices pale in next to the rewards yeah so I mean we we, we play through this third act though um, we see the naked dude and which <gasps> to me it just that fucked me up that just yeah, that just, just that really that shot of this of this naked dude standing there smiling <laughs> yeah not and I'm not yeah. being funny I mean I went I was watching that again last night I'm like oh and he's just like looking, going, "What the fuck, man? What, what's yeah, going?" Yeah, like, "What the fuck?" Uh, is and this? then, you know, Annie reveals herself, mm-hmm. starts chasing him through the house. He ends up going up into the attic. Yeah. Oh. Um, which you know, that's bad. Fuck that shot. Oh, she's ba- the banging. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, the banging. That awesome. That's so awesome because in the in the trailer they oh. show that in the trailer, and you think that she's just losing her mind or something. And she really does, but you have no idea that she's upside down on the ceiling. Smashing yes. her head yeah. into the goddamn... Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So that cool. shot alone right there was worth it all, man. I yeah. was like, oh, dude. And then she just, you know... you know, That's where things that got a little weird. That did get weird, because next thing you know, he's up there going, okay... There's a fucking corpse. No, there wasn't the corpse. There, it wasn't there. It was wasn't a picture there. of him with his eyes gouged pic- out. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. But then um, there was people also upstairs. Yeah, and, there, and there's his mom... You hear, you know, and I, I have this thing. <laughs> this is great. I have this so, thing. I, I'm just old, and I don't hear well anymore. I'm decrepit. So I watch, I prefer to watch films with subtitles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all the subtitles now. I just, because there's words I don't understand. And I, I, I always Damn, hate, you old. I am old. Amber hates it. Uh, but I do like to watch movies with subtitles. Um, I watched The Witch with subtitles. Well, yeah, because that they makes were, sense. Because so. they had old English. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I just know. there's just certain words like I think some performances they're delivered. Sometimes yeah. words come out weird, and I don't understand everything. So I like that. So when I was watching this scene, you know, it's it's you know subtitle for the hearing impaired oh, basically. Yeah. So it gives you all the descriptions too. Right. So the thing pops up, and I forgot all about this stuff as I hadn't seen the movie in a while. The thing comes up, and it says, you know, like gory sloshing 
or something. And you know, I'm like, fuck. And then the camera cuts up to Annie, <laughs> to Annie. decapitating herself. Yeah. yeah. Another and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, What's that? It's another, another decapitation. decapitation. Yeah, there you go. What yeah. is she using? Like piano wire? It's yeah. piano wire. Yeah. You know what? I was cool. just thinking, uh, uh, you know, Charlie, in the beginning of the film, uh, she spent a lot of her time cutting heads off of things and yeah. then reattaching them to different things. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, it was kind of like, you know, Pyman, you know, Pyman. Like, putting yeah. himself into different bodies. Like, she was really obsessed with reconstructing things that don't go together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So well, was she was Pyman. Yeah. She so. was Pyman. Or payment, 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 payment. payment. She was just waiting, or well, payment was just waiting for his turn. That's basically what it was. This whole thing culminates now. I mean, he he shits his pants out. (laughs) He sees that, and I don't know (laughs) anybody in this room who probably wouldn't have ran out that window either. No, I would. I would have been freaking out too. I would have said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, um, peace. And I'm done see, with all this. Bye, mommy. And then we see the spirit of payment finally enter him once and for all. I guess that's, that's well. It was Charlie. Okay, Charlie, Charlie but Charlie is payment, right? Well, I, think, I know. But I think it, Charlie is just a kid, and payment's inside of her. And when he, I don't, I don't think Charlie released. is like a, a thing. Like payment's so. a thing, but I don't think. No, I think I Charlie think, was well, just simply a vessel. Yeah, Charlie yeah, was just a vessel. That's, that's all I mean. But like Charlie yeah. enters him. Well, payment does. Charlie's Pi- dead. Charlie's dead. Well, I know, but they call him Charlie at the end of the movie. They do? Yes. They go, oh, Joan goes, oh, Charlie, it's okay. Oh, fuck me. You're finally here now. Yeah. So it's Charlie who is actually Pyman. And uh, I don't know. See, that's why I was- It's like satanic inception. Seriously. That's why I got confused again because, I mean, I was like, well, all right. So, but then- No, you're right. No, you're 100% right. It makes sense, though, because when you read that paragraph in that book- it talks about um, Pyman, if Pyman's a... Uh, is Pyman, goddammit! Whatever, same shit, all right? <laughs> I'm from Michigan. Stop so arguing, so children. It's, so it's Pyman, all right? <laughs> it's a... Uh, Pyman. What's it called? What are those called? Mud pot? No. Um, pasties. Pasties? A, I'm going to say, say like real pasties. Michigan. I'm going to call them pasty from now on. Just, okay, all right. Okay. All right, so anyways, yeah. in that paragraph, it goes through... A description of what the female body looks like, and it's deformed and um, unusual. So that's where Charlie is. Charlie so I gotta get. Is... I gotta. I have to watch this like oh, forty Liam, more times. Liam. Oh god. I have to uh, watch this like say? forty more times, man. Really, I do. <laughs> Hyman sounds so close to Hyman, uh... <laughs> which none of us have. So. So we end Speak up. for yourself. But we end up. <laughs> uh, I, had, I have one I, in my pee hole. I had Hyman reconstruction surgery. Aww. So you needed it though. Yeah, it was a big gaping hole. Oh. <laughs> 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 when Michelle walks, it was just like. <laughs> 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 Your face got so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's hereditary. It's hereditary. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so, a lot, Liam. Good job, uh, Liam. Thanks, Liam. Um, so we end up back in the treehouse, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all praying to Charlie's you know what? fucking head. The treehouse you know of I, hell. I didn't even notice that it was <laughs> last Charlie's night. Head, yeah. I, I read that today. Like, it's Charlie's head. I'm like. <sighs> yeah, man. I'm telling you, there is so much shit there, going on in the background yeah. of this movie. Like, yeah. you need to watch. You, like, everybody that's listening to this podcast, if you've only seen it once, watch it again and just look at shit in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much I'm going to go. I really, uh, I mean this. I'm going, because I have, I rented this Blu-ray for a few days. Uh, I might as well utilize that. I'm going to watch it again tonight. I'm going to have to. I have to sit down and just meditate on this thing again. Um, because there's so much that you guys have pointed out that I thought I got it all. But there's like a pile of shit that I Dude, just, I still haven't gotten all of it it's either. It's literally it's two so, movies in one almost. Yeah, it, yeah. 
Like, I honestly feel like when you watch it the first time and you watch it the second time, it's two completely different experiences, which is cool. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot of movies don't yeah. offer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, so I, I guess we all we all dug this movie a bit. We thought it was a pretty bit. cool. It was I'm on right. the fence whether Annihilation or this was my favorite of the year. Well, Annihilation was like last year, though, I thought. It was the early 2018, I thought. I think it came out like February or something. Yeah, February, right before it Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You're, you're 100% yeah. right. It was originally done in 2016, and they shelved it for yeah. a while. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I'm yep. sorry about that. But it um, came out in February. Annihilation, right that's Black a tough Panther. call, man, because Annihilation to me. Annihilation got, well, you well, know. It's the same. You know, I've said that before here. I do the same. And you know what? I'm going to have to buy a copy. That's what I'll end up having. I'll buy a copy of Hereditary also. Uh, and I'll sit down and I'll just freaking digest, digest, and I'll and that's what I've done with Annihilation, and I can sit there and riff on that because I've just watched every nook and cranny, I've yeah, looked at every here, corner man. of those yeah. shots, um, and I probably end up doing the same thing because even after this conversation we've had, there's so many little nuances that I missed, and there's a reason for that. And I want to understand that and explore mm-hmm. that. And that's I did the same thing with Annihilation. Yeah, yeah man, right? dude, Annihilation had yeah. me. Like yeah. I said, from like the first like ten seconds of that movie, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird because you know this is happening with Hereditary and some other horror movies, Halloween. Like we're actually getting like great horror movies yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny enjoy because it. like back in like 2014, 2015, we got like the taking of Deborah Logan yeah. and a bunch mm-hmm. of really good Fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. And it seemed like it died off again a little bit. I think horror goes through like cycles. Seems yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah. But this is a different kind of, you know, as I said earlier, I mean, I, I, I'll agree that this is, I guess you can put this in the horror classification. Yeah. But this is to me is much more than that. What's like, the, I call it the A24 horror. Yeah. Horror. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. I know A24 doesn't job, make these great. movies. They just, you know, pr- they just give money to the, they like, you know, pr- they release them. I'm sorry. They're the releasing studio for the movies. They yeah. don't make them. So it's not like A24 is like this entity, like they make movies, they just release them. But like all the movies they pick, they curate uh, films. Mm-hmm. All the movies they pick in the horror genre, like have that kind of feel to them where mm-hmm. they're not traditional horror yeah um and a lot of times i find interesting the a24 horror movies a24 did produce this one well i mean they produce them but they don't make them you know what i'm saying like they don't it's i don't know i'm trying to say they they they, like you said they buy them yeah and then they distribute them them. yeah yeah the distributor uh but the ones they pick they're all interesting takes on horror like they uh it follows right that was a24 what's that it follows it follows I believe so. I'm pretty sure that was A24. Then you have It Comes at Night. Yeah, I was going to um, say It Comes at Night was really interesting. You know, It was. I never it saw was that. very, the very witch, interesting. That was A24 Yeah, too, The Witch right? is A24 as well. So, well, like, yeah, they so have these, these, are, these are eclectic films. Yeah, yeah they are. Very they eclectic. Have, they're just all very different Unique. takes on horror. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, I find in a lot of the horror community to be kind of narrow-minded in what they classify horror as. Yeah. Like, it has to be this really specific, like, way to make a movie and it has to be like a slasher or anything where like these kind of movies they take influences from a lot of non-horror films and incorporate them into the horror template i guess you could say well they're so realistic yeah you know like what is more scary that like in scream uh scream three uh sydney asks the detective on on the case she goes hey detective kincaid uh what's your favorite scary movie and he goes my life like that is 
literally what you should probably answer because yeah. what is well, more scary than well because life is horrifying well, exactly. and we watch horror movies as a form of escapism yeah right and that's why i really like these textured horror films like right. hereditary uh don just mentioned under the skin yeah kind of that's fit- another one. they're very I still uh, seen that i could talk about that movie for like yeah. I, we could do like a six hour yeah, like yeah. multi-chapter podcast on that movie <laughs> but well, i mean ari but. aster is uh did that criterion thing where they go into the criterion and they pick their favorite movies from yeah. that they made and he picked a lot of art house films uh a lot of polanski which you can definitely feel polanski especially rosemary's baby which is another movie where everything's being orchestrated behind the scenes and the Mm -hmm. protagonist doesn't know and Mm -hmm. she thinks she you know and then you find out the end that losing her shit yeah she thinks she's losing her mind when in actuality shit is really happening yeah it's not her just imagining things and then you could you could feel that influence you know, in this film, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, a sure. lot of different genres. I was saying that this in. is like a, the the new generation's Rosemary's yeah. Baby. It's not like the same context, really, yeah. already, but it has the look and the feel, mm-hmm. like you were saying. The methodical yeah. kind of setup. Well, and not to get too philosophical, but, I mean, you know, really, when you, these ideas we're talking about, you know, what is horror? Mm-hmm. And you, you, I mean, I guess... If there's anything you're, you, I, I want, I'm taking away from hereditary is that question, like what really is horror, yeah. right? Um, you know, it's and very easy. Versions of it in this movie. Yeah, oh yeah. There's, there's it's really easy to define horror, versions. like Michelle said. You know, all slasher, you know, blood, well, gore, it, and it guts, could be all like that psychological shit. horror. Yeah, well, that's what I'm know. saying. There's, there's, there's yeah. This I mean, movie's got a big ribbon on it that says horror. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think people have locked themselves into this idea of what a horror film is. Mm-hmm. Lots of blood, monsters, yeah. all kinds yeah. of shit, and. This movie, to me, Hereditary, takes us to a whole new level. Uh, you know, I mean, Annihilation, we were mentioning that, too. I mean, they're considering that as, you know, a horror-type film. Yeah. And that there are, I think, pound for pound, Annihilation probably has a bit more horror elements than than, than um, Hereditary does. Yeah, than Annihilation. Given, just given the story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, surely. Um, but to me, that's another one of those game changers too. That's why I love that movie so much because there's just something else going on there. Mm-hmm. There's there's a, there's a lo- it's it's a more eclectic type film. It's a thinking person's film. Well, apparently there's- the director Aster didn't want to make a horror movie at first, and yeah. they said it's it would be a more you'd be able to get money easier if you made a horror movie. So he took like the way he makes movies and and like yeah. fit it into the horror genre. So like he took all like this art house you know sensibility and then made a horror movie with it and i think people don't i think that sometimes it it puts people off i guess when a movie doesn't reveal all its parts to you immediately when you watch the first time and people if people don't understand stuff they get mad at the movie like (laughs) and i but you know i I just want to learn more i want to get more into it those kind of movies make me like super like want to look shit up and like look all the things up and figure it out um, but some people don't like that you know when i was talking to people about uh hereditary after i saw it the first time in the theater um like all of my buddies were like oh did you look up who payman was and i was like well no but no, I'm going to, and I did. I looked it all, you know, I looked it all up, and I didn't go too deep or anything like that because I still wanted that, you know, element of right. mystery and surprise and yeah. stuff. But but I, the like director of the movie looked obviously looked it up. So oh, it's yeah, not, I don't know why somebody would feel like yeah. it's bad to have to look things up after the movie. Like, well, oh my god, somebody's maybe making it's references. Maybe because they feel stupid or something. Well, like, you know, really, really good, really good art really makes you want to explore more. Though I thought, I mean, you know, I mean, 
that's, I mean, example, I mean, growing up listening to the music I listened to, I a lot of the better words that I think I say now in my vocabulary were because I heard a Slayer record or something, you know, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Because I'd hear, yeah. I'd read, I'd read the lyric sheet and go, what the fuck does Therion mean? Yeah. Well, that's you know, the great the- thing oh, about- Oh, I'm going to look that up. That's cool. You about know? films or just art in general is all the arts are connected in some way. So if you're a music fan, oftentimes you'll end up reading books and learning about other things that aren't about music because, yeah. you know, music- People they that write found, songs, right? They wrote books. Song they're they're yeah. researching, right? Right, right. But but uh, hereditary made me want to look up payment. What, yeah, what the hell is this payment guy? Right. So I think great art will will push you if you if if you want to play the game. Yeah, you have to right. want to play the game. If right. you just want, you of know, course. and there's nothing to be, there's nothing wrong with want to you know being a viewer or someone who just wants to st- okay so there's some crazy asshole around a house stabbing people okay <laughs> sure. well, that, that's and we're gonna and we're gonna get to a point where someone's gonna outsmart him and he's gonna fall off a ledge somewhere and that's that's a movie fine that's great um but if you really want to play sometimes you're gonna be challenged and you're gonna have to do more than that mm-hmm. and you know again i mean if it's not your thing don't do it yeah it's perfectly fine but i like to go and spend time researching after a, what the hell is that supposed to mean you know right, you know right. uh, i'm not that smart i want to learn yeah you know, i sure. want to understand well, that's this how anybody reason. learns anything is like right. you get exposed to something you haven't heard of before and you go look it up yeah you and, i mean you got and no damn excuse these, nowadays yeah, yeah. No, you have no excuse have these amazing things yeah. these little you have no excuse things. today yeah you know i remember back in the day when you had to go to the fucking library <laughs> yeah you had to go, go to the, the library get an encyclopedia and look that shit up. yeah right? you know so i mean but that's just a matter of I think what people Preference. want out of it, yeah. out of their entertainment. Some people just do want to be entertained. They want an element of escapism. And they don't want to have to work. Entertained? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> so this movie rules. Yeah, this movie is. It seriously. Uh, go on like, all about how awesome it is. I can't even. I I'm almost speechless as to how much I absolutely just adore this movie and how, the impact it had on me. Yeah. I I'm not sure why. It per- I still don't even know. That's what's so, like, <sighs> because I don't know what it is about Hereditary that has made me watch it three times. Well, it's captivating. And, uh, well, I think there's a few things going on with this movie. Number one, we're all very passionate about movies. We all see a lot of movies. We all like a variance in movies, and I think this movie kind of... Throws it all together. It took a lot of the different things that we all love yeah. and put it into one thing yeah one correct little, one little pumpkin pie yeah no it's capti- yeah. it's 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 yeah. truly it was truly captivating oh, it really is especially the third act to me i felt like i literally i mean i i mean that i felt like i was somewhere else oh yeah it took sure. me somewhere else and, and that's you know, hard to do and you know that's that's also a part another passion of yours you know the whole spirit world and everything like that you know so like uh, yeah oh well, yeah a, it's this is different... an interesting film just based on the you know yeah the nerd stuff totally like that it's a different totally. section of it but yeah. yeah i think that might also be why i was extremely taken it's by fantastic. this love yeah fantastic because from story. a supernatural aspect this movie is just man what I, what I loved about it though this the supernatural aspect you just referred to is that even that was played a different way right exactly you know it actually was not it, it was actually i think it's lack of subtlety is what made it so cool because you just see these little balls of light which we've maybe we've i've seen these before but it's just how they looked and they made no sound mm-hmm. like other movies i've seen that type of idea it's like yeah, yeah. whoosh or you know angels you know heart playing or whatever this was just a simple little blip 
It was so fast. You, you know, you may have missed it the first time you saw the movie if you've seen it already. Um, I think this but, is going to be one of those movies that in time, this is going to be like The Shining or... Ooh. It's that good. I, I hope so. It really so. is that Or good. one of those films that... Or Rosemary's that, Baby. Because Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby is still top notch in my opinion. Oh, it's a great film. It's, it's great. a great film. It's fantastic. fantastic. It and also I, gives me that... that Super it's just surreal. your anxiety, man. Yeah, that that pit, you know. And I can't say I really enjoy that. No, I personally, don't. Personally, it, it does. But... You know, it, it it's why there's some stuff I don't want to watch because <laughs> it's I don't want to deal with the anxiety. Um, and this movie made me anxious as fuck last night when I was watching. Yeah, yeah. Same and now I'm gonna go home and put myself through this torture again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just same look thing, in that corner. Like when Charlie, same exact. Re- I've seen, this is the third time that I've seen it when Charlie dies and. The same thing happened. I was like, <gasps> I was just grunting last night, like on the you know, amber. I'm like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, what man. are you doing out on the couch? When they <laughs> showed her the next day, her head and it's got the ants. I was like, it's revolting. Yeah, it's the same reaction I had when I saw it the second time. Man, this this movie is just too good. Happy hundred, happy hundred, guys. Yeah, happy hundred. Good, gonna, way, good way to celebrate it too. Yeah, it we'll be back next week talk. with another episode for Halloween. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this and we can talk about that for a minute and see what we want to do next week. Fuck yeah. y'all! Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Welcome back at <laughs> and find the Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.